Hello, and welcome to Bipolar Thoughts. My name is Steven, and I'll be your host. Okay. So this is like the 17th time that I've tried to make this episode. So we're going to try and get through this one without fucking up too bad. And we're just trying not to fuck up too bad. Um, Today, we're going to talk about the role of cannabinoids in mood regulation. Um, In the last episode, we kind of got some information, some background information into cannabinoids and different things like that. Um, This episode, we're going to break down a little bit more kind of what the three main types of THC are, there are, and a little bit of information on the, like, how they, how they affect you. Um, We're going to get into more detail later, but this is, like, just kind of a quick synopsis, like, snapshot. Um, so the ECS and mood regulation. The ECS is the endocannabinoidal system. So one of the fundamental roles of the ECS is mood regulation. The two primary receptors in the ECS are CB1 and CB2. CB1 receptors are mainly found in the brain and the central nervous system, um, and they play a vital role in the modulating of mood, emotions, and stress responses. Um, When cannabinoids like THC interact with these CB1 receptors, that's when they can alter mood, usually ranging from euphoria to relaxation. But... That can also go the other direction and cause, you know, paranoia, anxiety, different things like that, um, which we'll get into here in a little bit. Um, so let's start off with Delta 9 THC. Delta 9 THC is also often known as THC is a cannabinoid uh, famous for its psychoactive effects. When you think of weed, this is what you're thinking of. Delta 9 is like weed it's street weed it's what you would buy off the street like you go and you call your drug dealer up and that's what you're buying is delta nine um unless they're a bad unless they're a bad drug dealer then you're getting shit you're getting the snickle fritz <laughs> um delta eight on the other hand um is a lesser known cannabinoid that shares structural similarities um with delta nine only in certain ways um, and it's not as lesser known as it used to be. It's a lot more popular than it used to be. It's a lot more popular because it's been found to help with things. Um, what I've heard and found is that Delta 8 mostly helps with things like like body aches or you know stomach problems things like that it for me it's generally never made any kind of difference as far as like mood regulation it is less potent than delta 9 but it still binds the cb1 receptors in the brain and it leads which leads to alterations in mood and emotions many users report that delta ht delta 8 thc produces a, a milder and more but a milder more subtle high than its delta 9 counterpart so let me say something about that right there. If you don't live in a state where marijuana is legal, where actual weed is legal, then most of the time you're going to get something that has 0.9 or 0.3% of Delta 9 in it. 
So if you bought Delta 8 and it had that 0.9 in it, that's how you got that euphoric, mild or high um, sensation. Most Delta 8 is probably not going to do that for you. Um, again, everybody is different. Don't don't take this as the Bible because it's not the true. It's not true for everyone. But most people that I have found Delta 8 doesn't doesn't really change that that much. It doesn't really change your mood that much, or it's or give you that euphoric high. You know that Delta 9 does. Um, because it do, it doesn't have that euphoric effect to it. Um, that's that comes from the Delta Nine. Let's get to the next one. HHC. It. I hate having to try and say this because it's so hard to say. Hexa hexahydrocannabinoidal <laughs> HHC uh, is another cannabinoid that has gained attention for its psychoactive effects. Um, it's like Delta Eight and Delta Nine. THC, HHC interacts with CB1 receptors in the brain, influencing mood and emotions. However, due to its relative novelty, ongoing research still exists to understand its effects and potential benefits fully. So the thing about HHC, when it first came out, uh, I was like, okay, hell yeah, let's try this. Um, and every single cart, anything that I bought that had HHC in it, it clogged. Every single one of them, the disposables, everything that I bought that had HHC in it, and this was before you could buy the flour. I hadn't, you, they didn't have HHC flour. They, if they did, they didn't sell it. I, I couldn't find it. I, they didn't have it here, at least. So every one of the like carts or disposals or anything like that that I bought, the HHC clogged so bad, it, I couldn't hit them. It got to the point where like one of them was got so clogged that it like made the device think that i was hitting it and I, I i wouldn't even be touching it it would just be sitting there and it would all of a sudden start smoking smoke would start coming out of it i was like what the fuck so eventually i had to get rid of that um you know i didn't want it exploding in my hands or in my face or anything so um but I, I don't know that much about hhc for me i found that it's all it's some kind of combination of all of them um, it's, it, like, Delta 9 by itself made me super paranoid, um, and it stopped doing what it used to. When I first started smoking the Delta, like, actual weed, it helped with a lot of things. Mood, anxiety, you know, specifically with my bipolar, which I haven't really talked that much about, but, like, with, specifically with my bipolar symptoms, it kind of curbed my... And this is only in retrospect, you know, in retrospect now, like looking back on it, I can note, I can say that, you know, that helped a lot with my, my depression. I would go days and be numb. Like the thing about the, the hard thing about being a, a kid with bipolar disorder, especially from where I'm from and not knowing that you have bipolar disorder and when you're when you grow up in a place where mental health really isn't like a major aspect or a major topic of of anybody's you know regular day um you don't you know you don't notice those kind of things so it i lost my train of thought fuck me i have been up for like five hours now and it's only five six o'clock in the morning i've been up since like one and I found 
recently I found out that I have sleep apnea and which is something else I'm gonna have to start working on um because the medicines they gave me don't the sleep sleeping pills don't don't work either they're gonna have to give me something stronger or which I don't want to do because I don't like taking pills so now I'm gonna have to find some kind of combination some kind of company that makes something that will help with sleep um i've been on this three chi kick this company called three chi um here here lately um because they make strands that are specifically made for like different things like the one i'm I'm got right now is called interstellar and it's made for like made to help relaxate it's like that end of the day kind of kind of high um you know after you've had a long day you come home you smoke it it's chills you out unless you sit on the couch and just relax um it doesn't like knock you out and put you to sleep um which they do have one that that does that um it's but it's like 99 percent cbn um which that cbn will do that to you it's it will help knock you out make you go to sleep um so my my thought process is slowed and um yawning and um it's just because i'm exhausted i haven't slept but like 12 hours i think in the last two three days something like that um anyway so let's get back on it so uh, cannabinoids and stress management um stress is an inevitable part of life and how one manages it can significantly impact their overall well-being cannabinoids like delta 8 and hhc have been studied for their potential to alleviate stress and anxiety Research suggests that these people that, <laughs> that these people research suggests that these help reduce stresses, psychological and physiological symptoms, promoting a sense of calm and relaxation. Again, for me, it's always been a combination of the things. It's never been just Delta eight, maybe you know, relaxed, or HHC, maybe relaxed, or Delta nine. It's always been some kind of combination of like. A, you know one of all three or and not just those three but the countless other you know cannabinoids that are out there now um but it's always like like for the inner like what i'm smoking on right now it's like 50 percent delta eight and then it the red the other 50 percent is broken up between like hhc cbn cbd cbg there's a whole bunch in there um and a little bit of Delta 9, um, like the 0.3%, because that's all that's uh, legally allowed in these in the, in my state. So, yay, go, go, uh, go America. Oh, fuck. Sorry, I'm trying my best not to do that and to just try and get through this, but uh, again, three hours, four hours of sleep is starting to take its toll. Um, and I didn't want to just keep putting this episode off because if I do, I'll never get it done, and then it'll be three weeks have gone by, and I won't have gotten a fucking thing done. So, even if this is a shitty episode, I would rather produce a shitty episode than no episode. So, we're going to keep going with it. Um, cannabinoids and emotional regulation. Emotions are complex, and their regulation involves various neurotransmitters and brain regions. Cannabinoids like Delta-9, Delta-8, and HHC have shown promising influence uh, in influencing emotional regulation. Some studies indicate that they may have help they may help regulate emotions by modulating the release of neurotransmitters like serotonin 
and GABA, which are associated with mood stability and relaxation. I used to take gabapentin um, for anxiety, uh, and it didn't do anything. Uh, it did not help with mood stability. In fact, I felt like it blocked more neurotransmitters than it did re like release or connect to. Um, so gabapentin can help do a lot of different things. It can help with anxiety. It can help with. Um, it's usually generally meant for like nerve issues if you have like a like a a nerve problem um like i have facial tics um and so gabapentin would could be potentially good for that but it didn't it didn't help with my tics at all um and it didn't help as far as my mood stability or um whether or not i felt any 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 better i guess individual variability it's important to note that these effects and moods on mood and emotions can vary widely from person to person. Factors such as the type and dose of cannabinoids consumed and individuals' unique biology and their tolerance levels all play a role in defining how these effects, these will affect their mood. So again, it all comes down to your biological makeup. How it affects me may not affect you the same way. So anyway, let's get into some of the benefits of cannabis. We've talked enough about like the regulations or like what they kind of what they kind of do let's get into some of the benefits of them so like the first one lowering blood pressure in 2017 a, a study found by the jci insight that cbd lowered the blood pressure of human participants it reduced their resting blood pressure as well as their blood pressure after stress tests including mental arithmetic isometric exercise and the cold pressure test I can't really say anything about that because, I, I mean, my blood pressure, I get angry, <laughs> I get irritated, and my blood pressure will spike because of that, but it, I don't usually, like, run really high blood pressure, like, in a dangerous level or anything. Um, but I'm glad, and it might, that might be because I smoke so much. I, it, I, I don't know. Um, reducing inflammation. I'll say this one right here is kind of a, a hit or miss pain in the ass for me because sometimes it helps and sometimes it doesn't but cbd has proven to help reduce inflammation and the neuropathic um pain it can cause according to a study by the rockefeller institute of medical research again i cannot attest to saying that it like that it's gonna do that i can't say that that's 100 percent true really i can't say that about any of this because everything is 100% dependent on your biological makeup. It, you know, how it affects me, it might not affect you the same way. Not even close. You might have the exact opposite reaction. Um, so it, for me, it might not reduce inflammation. For me, it might not do shit. But for you, it might be the best fucking thing on the planet, you know. Preventing relapse in drug al and alcohol addiction. I found this to be really interesting but it also makes sense at the same time. Um, CBD can be useful in helping people who suffer from drug and alcohol addiction in a preclinical trial with lab rats. Um, it was determined that CBD reduced the stress-induced cravings, anxiety, and lack of impulse control that often causes people to relapse. I found that interesting because you're giving somebody a mind-altering substance in order to get them off of mind-altering substances 
but it if you think about it that actually makes sense because it's kind of like what they you know when they give given a heroin addict a heroin addict methadone in order to come off of it it like it kind of helps curve those um those detox symptoms but also keeps you from like it just weans you off of it i guess is the best way to say it um cheating anxiety disorders so this is one of the main reasons why i still ingest thc um anxiety is perhaps the most common affliction that people have used cbd for and in a pre-clinical study found that cbd could be effective in treating generalized anxiety disorder panic disorder social anxiety disorder obsessive compulsive disorder and post post-traumatic stress disorder i'll say that that again it depends on for me i will say that it it only helps a little bit with my anxiety as much as i would like to admit and say that it, it like really helps my anxiety it only helps a little bit the obsessive compulsive disorder i don't know that i've been diagnosed with that but i would say that my compulsive behaviors it does curb those a little bit it does kind of keep me from doing too many crazy things as far as like my anxiety and like in ptsd and things like that i would say it does help outside of a social factor if i have to go into a social setting it doesn't really help at all. My anxiety medicine does, but if I was to not take my anxiety medicine and only rely on CBD, I'd be fucked. I can't go to like functions or events or anything like that because on just CBD or THC or you know whatever it is, I can't. It won't It'll actually make things worse. I'll actually be paranoid the entire time because then I'm worried that people know that I'm stoned or they know that I've been, you know. Excuse me. First I'm fucking yawning. Now I'm burping. Like, can I have a fucking normal morning? God bless America. Um, so yeah, it it can help with anxiety disorders. For me, it it's kind of hit or miss. It's again, it's another one of those, you know, inflammation kind of things where it, it it's hit or miss. Um for GI disorders. So then I found out I have to have uh, a couple of procedures dealing with my, my gastrointestinal because my biological father had Crohn's disease. It's I have to be very careful um, with watching how my gut lives, I guess. I don't know how to say that. Like I, I have to watch how my, how I treat my, my, my gastrointestinal region, my, my gut, my stomach. <laughs> I have to watch that because it can it can get real bad real quick. Um, but a recent study found that CBD and other non-psychoactive cannabinoids can effectively be used to prevent and treat GI disorders such as irritable, irritable bowel syndrome, um, inflammatory bowel disease, Crohn's, ulcer, ulcerative colitis, and more. CBD's anti-inflammatory properties are key to reducing and preventing symptoms um i I would say that that's probably true i I would say that it while it doesn't necessarily like maybe it does i would say maybe it does because it like when my stomach does hurt like that it'll soften is the word that i want to use but that's not really the right word It, it settles it it settles my stomach down it takes me from being like nauseous or 
mostly when I'm nauseous um, and, and kind of takes that away from me. Um, like, makes me not nauseous. Um, preventing seizures. Decades of research have gone into using CBD to treat epilepsy and other seizure syndromes. And a recent study showed that it can have positive effects in reducing symptoms and seizure frequency. I didn't know that. That's pretty cool. Um, I'm so sorry for yawning like this. This is, again, like, probably, this is like my sixth or seventh time to try and record this. And I'm doing the best I can to try and get through it. So I'm sorry that this one sucks. But my only other option is to try and try and get some sleep, which I can't guarantee, and then try and do this again later. But I, I can't guarantee it's going to be any better later, so I'm just going to try and fight through it and get through it now. Um, so the next thing we have is fighting cancer. Um, not only has... And I wish more people would take this serious because my grandmother died of lung cancer. And if... THC would have been an option she would have tried it and it might have helped a little bit but because it's illegal and because it's illegal in my state the the best I could have hoped for was CBD but she I don't know she she didn't want it that sounds like I just contradicted myself but CBD wasn't going to do the trick <laughs> it like the Delta 9 was what she needed. She needed to have that pain relief. and But not just physically, she needed it mentally. And because CBD wasn't going to do it, like I had given her some some CBD treats and they, they weren't working, they weren't doing anything for her. Um, but they were straight just CBD. They had no, th no Delta 9 in them at all. And by the time I kind of figured that out that it was just too late and it wasn't I wish we there was more options I wish that marijuana was legal and THC was legal and that people would open their fucking minds up and open their eyes up and realize that this shit actually does help and it probably could have prevented a lot of pain in my grandmother's case you know she she suffered a lot and some of that probably could have been prevented had I been able to actually you know, bake her some weed brownies or something, but you know that didn't happen. Um, but anyway, fighting cancer not only has CBD been used to help alleviate the effects of chemotherapy, but studies have also found it can prevent cell growth and induce cell death in cervical cancer cell lines, and it has numerous anti-cancer cancer effects that can help prevent a variety of cancers, treat tumors, and the benefit uh, and benefit the immune system. You should do your own research on this because there are tons of effects and benefits as well as drawbacks. So talk to your doctor and do your research. You really, you really need to talk to your doctor. Um, I'm not a doctor. I'm not an expert in any kind of sense of the word. All I'm doing is a little bit of research and going off of my own personal experiences. My experiences with Delta 9 have been that I it made me paranoid. It didn't really, by itself, on its own, it's not the greatest for me personally. Um, Delta 8, by itself, again, jack shit. Most of the things by themselves 
don't do anything for me. I have to have a combination of them. And that could be because I've, you know, built up a tolerance. It could be because of my gen- my biological makeup. It That's the thing that it, it all boils down to. And I've said that a hundred times, so I'm going to keep saying it, is with this, until it's researched enough and people are on board with it enough, a lot of it is hit or miss, hit and miss. You're, it's just so hard to try and actually pin down, okay, this is going to help this, and, you know, this CBD is going to help this CBD, you know, this, and, you know, this THC is going to help that. It's so hard to pinpoint any of that until we've got enough research and there's just not enough research being done about it yet. Um, so let's give some anecdotal evidence of cannabis use for symptom management. Um, studies in animals and humans have shown the medical effects of, of terpenes, which demonstrate um, anti-inflammatory, antioxidant, analgesic, and anti-convulsive, antidepressant, anti-anesthetic, I can't even pronounce, pronounce that word, um, anti-cancer, anti-tumor, neuroprotective, anti-mutagenic, they don't turn into mutants. I don't know how to say that. Uh, Anti-allergic, anti-antibiotic, and anti-diabetic attributes. It's suggested that cannabinoids and terpenes have a combined effect by working synergetically uh, with each other. Synergistically with each other. This interaction between the compounds of the cannabis plant is referred to as the entourage effects, which have implications on their strains of cannabis, which are bred to best treat individual symptoms and diseases. So kind of what I was just talking about. Um, Based on the 2018 report from the uh, National Academy of Sciences, Engineering, and Medicine, um, strong evidence was reported of the positive effects of cannabis for individuals diagnosed with multiple sclerosis and chronic pain and uh, spasticity, nausea, and vomiting due to chemotherapy and individuals experiencing seizures. However, the report also indicate, highlighted sparse or absent evidence supporting medical cannabis for many morbidities, morbidities including neurodevelopmental conditions such as autism spectrum disorders. I'm sorry, that was a lot of information. That was a lot of me yawning, trying to stay awake. Again, it. I apologize. I I don't know what else to say. I apologize. I was. Just, I feel like this was a really shitty episode, but I don't have the energy to try and redo it again. And honestly, I don't think that it's going to be any better if I try to do it again later. I'm just because it is what's going to happen. I'm going to get off of this. I'm going to edit it a little bit. By the time I'm done doing that, it's going to be fucking ten o'clock in the morning. I've still not slept, and then it, my day is going to be gone. I'm going to have to start the day and do do the shit I got to do for the day, you know. So all I wanted to, I don't know. All I can say is that I hope this helped everybody, helped somebody. I hope that it gave some kind of some kind of insight, information. I hope it was information. I don't know. I hope it was fucking something. I hope it was useful in some kind of way, and it wasn't just me fucking sitting on here and rambling, because that's exactly what I felt like I've done for the last 30 minutes, and I'm a little pissed off at myself for doing it. Maybe I need to go smoke a little bit. And with that, 
Just remember, you don't have to sit in the dark alone.